The enemy wants you to walk with fear and intimidation, but God has given you boldness. He's given you courage, right? When you are dependent upon Jesus and upon praying to him, your boldness will be evident and the result of your boldness will also be evident. When you are face to face with demonic powers and principalities, you in and of yourself have nothing but Christ in you, you have everything you need. So boldness and healing, boldness and the miraculous power of the supernatural are all yours when you call upon the name of Jesus. Ask and you shall receive. Speak the word with great boldness. Speaking the word with great boldness. So in Acts chapter 4, we're going to start at the end, verse 29, then we're going to jump back up to the beginning. Acts chapter 4, verse 29, starting in 29. Now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants, this is their prayer, grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. God wants you to speak his word with great boldness. Look upon their threats, grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. Say it's his word that I'm going to speak with boldness. That word is the logos. That word is the divine exchange, which is the word of God. And it goes on, it says, by stretching out your hand to heal and to, to heal that signs and wonders may be done through your name, holy servant, holy Jesus, right? Ho through your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. <laughs> they spoke the word of God with boldness. This was their prayer. This was their prayer. So, Father, I want you to say this with me. Father, give your servant great boldness. We want great boldness. To speak your word and to perform signs and wonders in your name. That's the, that version that I just gave to you is the NIV. Father, speak to your, word, to, your, to your servant that we would decree the word of God. With great boldness. When I open my mouth, great boldness is coming forth. The word of God is going to come forth. Stretch out your hand. This is the Lord. We're praying this scripture. Stretch out your hand to heal and to perform miraculous signs and wonders through your name, Jesus. Do you guys pray that scripture? If you don't, you should. Yeah, if you don't, you should. Because see, in this, in this uh, just two verses, they're asking the Lord, first of all, to fill their mouths with boldness, to speak the word of God. Then they're saying, Lord, stretch out your hand to work through me, that signs and wonders would follow after me. That's their prayer. They said, Father, fill us with boldness. You know why? Because if you're filled with fear, you can't operate in the spirit. What is the opposite of being bold? But fear, right? Intimidation, fear, double-mindedness, it's really just fear. So the opposite of walking in the boldness of Christ is fear. If you're full of fear, you will not be able to walk in miracles, in signs and wonders, in healing. You will not be able to release the miraculous that is in, it is on the inside of you but if you're in fear you won't be able to release it that's why they prayed father fill us with your great boldness 
And then they said, then they said, stretch out your hand. It's the hand of God upon your life. Stretch out your hand, Father, that we would walk in these signs and wonders. So that is their prayer that they prayed, right? Now, Peter and John, they were arrested because of healing the lame man. And you guys remember the story because we've just recently gone over the story. They, they prayed for the lame man in Acts chapter 3 that wasn't asking for healing. He was just asking for a handout. But they prayed and the man, and, and they said, get up. And he got up, right? He was lame for over 40 years. He couldn't walk for over 40 years. But God healed this, this man through the voice of Peter's boldness. Say boldness. Because he was bold and he said, silver and gold I do not have. But what I do have, I give to you. Get up and walk. Get up and walk. If you want to see great, incredible miracles, then you're going to have to literally walk in boldness. People go, oh, I have to walk in faith. Yes, you have to walk in faith, of course. Without faith, we can't please God. But if you don't have boldness, you won't see what you could see. Boldness is required. Say, boldness is required. There are different levels and ranges of boldness, but God wants to give you more than what you currently have today. And you're going to have to really stand guard and take authority over the enemy's lies. And guess where he, he lies to you? In your mind. That's why you have to have a sound mind. Come on, let's put it together. 2 Timothy 1.7. Sound mind. When you have a sound mind, you're going to have the boldness of Christ, right? And the enemy... <laughs> And the enemy will not be able to have his way. He will not be able to have his way. So let's go over now in the beginning here in, in Acts 4, but in verse 7. We're going to start in verse 7. Okay, now they already healed the lame man. He's already healed. He's walking. They got in trouble, or so you would think. So when they, when they had set them in the midst, they said, By what power or by what name have you done this? In other words, you can go ahead and tell me you did this in the name of Allah and you'll be just fine. You can go ahead and tell me you did this in the name of Buddha and you'll be just fine. You can tell me that some healing energy rocks were laid upon him and we won't bother you. But if you say the name of Jesus, uh, there's something else uh, that's going to come against you. And you, oh, that's where we are at. That is where we are at. You can say that, oh, they got healed because they did these crystals and they did these chants. And you can say that nobody will have a problem. A lot of people won't have a problem with it. The world majority will not have a problem. But if you say, I was healed in the name of Jesus, you're looked at as if you're, for, you're a stranger, you're a foreigner, and that's just at minimal. You're just looked at as if you're odd. Well, we're going to flip the script. Say, I'm flipping the script because I am not going to be silent when God says to speak. Amen. They weren't silent, were they? They said, by what power or by what name have you done this? And then Peter filled. Say, Peter was filled. Not with himself, but with the Holy Spirit. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. Do you know how important it is to be constantly filled with the Holy Spirit? When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you answer right. You respond right. So Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers of the people 
elders of Israel, if we are judged this day for a good deed done to a helpless man by what means he has been made well, let it be known to you. I love that, don't you? Hey, if this is if you're judging me, if you're having a hard time understanding that Jesus healed this man, let it be known to you. He's like, I'm going to serve you notice. That's basically what he said. I'm about ready to serve you notice. He said, by the name of Jesus. You want to ask? You want to know? You're having a problem understanding? It is by the name of Jesus Christ of, of Nazareth, whom you crucified. He put the blame right back on him. He says, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. In other words, what you did didn't work. God raised him from the dead. You crucified him, but God raised him from the dead. By him, this man stands before you whole. Him, he this man stands before you whole. It's because of the name of Jesus that we spoke. That same name that you tried to crucify. That same name that you thought you had done away with, but God raised him up. Don't ever be afraid when naysayers and accusers try to come against whom you believe, the God of salvation. Don't ever let the intimidation see it for what it is and rebuke that spirit and tell them, oh, it is the name that is above every name. That is the name that we will live our life by. We will stand on the authority of that name and we will let the boldness of Christ speak out of us and demons will shake and shiver and tremble because they don't like it because that they know that's where the power remains remains in the name of Jesus and it remains in your boldness to be able to speak it out how many of you want more boldness amen we want more boldness amen and it's available in Christ Amen. And so he says, verse 11, this is the stone, referring to Jesus, that was rejected by, your, by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. You rejected, but God accepted. You rejected, shut down, and put down, but God raised up, and he didn't just become, he didn't just become any old stone. He became the chief cornerstone. Everything else falls and crumbles without the chief cornerstone in place. Amen. Look, let's go over to Luke 11 and 12. It says, now when they bring you to the synagogues and the magistrates and the authorities, do not worry. Do not worry about how or what you should answer. When you are brought before those that would love to discredit you, when you are brought before those that want to destroy you, do not worry about how or what you shall answer what you shall say. Look at verse 12. For the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. The Holy Spirit who knows what's coming up ahead will speak to you and fill your mouth. Can you trust him? Will you trust him? We know we can trust him. Will you trust him? He wants you to trust him. I'm going to trust that the Holy Spirit will fill my mouth. When I need to speak, Boldness is coming forth, and I trust him. Amen, amen. Glory to God. Let's, let's continue in Acts chapter 4 and verse 12. So he goes on, he says, Nor is there salvation in any other, no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. There is no other name. There's no other name. You know that we are the ambassadors of Christ, and we must make sure we are speaking that word, that truth. 
because people think there are other names. People think there are other ways. People think there are other methods, but it leads to nothing. It leads to, it leads to deception. It leads to hell, right? It doesn't lead to Jesus. He is the only name. He is the name above all names. He is our strong tower. So he, the, he's saying very clearly here, Peter is saying there is no other name. We're on Acts chapter 4, verse 12. There's no other name. Salvation is found in no other name other than, say, other than the name of Jesus. There's no other way. So verse, yeah, verse 13, when they saw, they're, they're looking at Peter. They're, they're looking at Peter and John. And they're going, I don't know what to do with these two. They just, they healed this man, and now they won't stop. They're accusing us. We're supposed to be accusing them, and they're telling us. Let me, let me tell you how it really is. They're telling, they're telling us. They're, they're, they're back-talking to us. Uh-huh, exactly, because the boldness of the Lord is going to cause you to rise up and to speak when you need to speak and to be silent when you need to be silent. Right? Without fear. Because courage, which is boldness, is going to cause you to wake up and say, I am an ambassador for Christ. I'm going to speak. When they saw. What do you mean they saw? When they, are we all reading the same Bible? When they saw. You mean you can see boldness? Yes. When they saw. You mean you can see boldness? Can you see fear? Can you see when someone's walking with intimidation? You go, oh, what's happening? What's going on with them? And you can recognize they have a spirit of fear, intimidation on them, right? You can see courage. You can see boldness too. When they saw, and that's how we're to walk, filled with the courage, the boldness of Christ. The enemy wants you to walk with fear and intimidation, but God has given you boldness. He's given you courage, right? So he says, when they saw the boldness, of Peter and John, they perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, and they marveled. They couldn't understand because it didn't make sense to them. It didn't make sense in the logical, natural uh, man's mind as to why they would have such confidence. How could they have such confidence? It's the power of the Holy Ghost. That's what it is. They realized, and I love this line here, they realized that they had been with Jesus. You know, let it be said of you that they realized that you have been with Jesus. Because they could realize that you have been with too much TV. They could realize that you've been with listening to the wrong music all the time. Because you can wear that. You will wear that. It'll be apparent. It'll show. Right? Because it's the wrong spirit. And you get slimed. But let it be said of you, they realized You've been with Jesus, Carmen. You've got a glow. That glow is like the glow and even that Moses had when he came down the mountain. Brilliant. Shining bright. The glory of God. Let it be said. I don't know about you, but I know that's what I wanted. That's what I want to be said about me. That she was with Jesus. I'm going to do a Holy Ghost jig. Woohoo! Yeah, I don't know where her confidence came from. I don't know where all this excitement and this boldness came from. I know her past. I know quiet as a church mouse. I know she was timid as timid could be. What in the world happened to her? What in the world happened to me? What in the world happened to you? Yeah, Diana's shaking her head. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Jesus, let me shout it a little louder. 
Are you going to shout it a little louder? It's Jesus. It is the boldness of God. He wants to transform you into who he called you to be the whole time. It was the world that tried to put you in a box. I don't know about you, but I'm done a long time ago. Was done a long time ago. Letting the world have its way. Come on, Pastor Jennifer. We were done a long time ago. Letting the world have its way. We were done a long time ago. Letting the people's voices sp spoken in our lives have in their way. Oh, no. Uh-uh. It is only the word of God that we're going to give credit to and honor and place to in our life. And if it doesn't match up with the word of God, we say, out, devil. And start calling things devil that need to be called devil. And stop trying to appease people that are uncomfortable when you say devil. They're not uncomfortable when you start talking fairies, mermaids, and unicorns. They're not uncomfortable. They're fine. You start talking fairies and, oh, how cute. It's not cute. They're demons. Fairies, mermaids, and you know, it is, they are not cute. They're demons. Ooh, some people are going, really? Really? Didn't know that. Well, then you need to study up. We need to know this stuff. It's a form of mesmerizing the minds of our youth. Mesmerizing. You want to mesmerize takes away the truth of who God is, leads them into fantasy worlds that are not of God. Ungodly, say ungodly. ungodly. We're shutting those doors. We will call it a demon because a demon it is. And we will not. See, the devil is banking on you being timid. He's banking on you keeping silent because, ah, do you have to be so radical? Do you have to be like that? Yes, yes, yes again. We laugh because we've been through this once or twice. Hmm. We've been through this once or twice. That is, that is decades. <laughs> Not just once or twice. We've been through this many times. Many times. But he is. He's banking. The enemy's banking on you being silent. He's banking on you just wanting to, God, just fit in. But you're at a Christian school. Exactly. Exactly. And three-quarters of them are all deceived. Okay, I'm stepping on everybody's toes today, but that's okay. It's just the truth. We, yeah, we're stepping on the enemy's toes. But we, we have to realize, guys, listen, we have to realize. I don't care where you are. I don't care what group you're in. I don't, you know, if you have the truth, which is the word, and you're being taught from this pulpit the truth, and it's being spoken in bold, courageous, victorious, <laughs> fiery way, right? Okay, so if you have this, you know this, you're not going to shrink back because if you did try to shrink back, you know what happened? The, the enemy's um, um, a shame and, and heaviness wait because you know better. See, he, he would put that on you because you know better. So you don't really have a choice. You don't really, you got to rise up. You must rise up and you must speak truth. We have to. We must because there are people that are on uh, they're on our watch. I mean, we are assigned to, we're assigned to, to, to uh, pray, to defend. You know, like that vision I had during worship, I've never had that vision before in my life. That vision where I saw literally, it was like a chasm. I know we were looking into hell. It was like this chasm. And literally, if this line right here on the carpet, if that was the line, okay, and literally from that point forth, it was opened. And it was open. It was very deep. It was a pit. It was very dark. I literally saw kids standing on this line, and you know the next step 
what the next step would have been. And they were standing here and they were shivering and there were different ages, different ages of kids. And, and it was as if they just got out of the pool with the bathing suit on and it was freezing cold. That's what it was like because they were shivering. They were shivering as if they had gotten out of a pool with the bathing suit on, cold, wet, freezing cold, and just standing there. You know how you're waiting for your mom to get you a towel? And you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting. That kind of, they're just, they're just shivering. But it was no towel they were waiting for. They were so afraid because they knew where they were going. They knew that next step. And when we started to pray, like really boldly praying, I literally saw these kids being snatched before they fell in, snatched out, snatched away before they stepped in. That's what our bold, courageous prayers do. This is what I'm talking about. See, the, the enemy banks on you not exposing his hand at the, for the risk of people thinking you're crazy. You're not crazy. You see fully. You have sight. You have spiritual sight. And you hear fully. And if they don't understand, so be it. Because you know what? The war that you are in understands. The enemy understands. He knows fully. He wants, you to, he wants to subdue you. But Peter and John didn't let that. Did, did they? He, they did not let the intimidation and the people that were coming against them, they didn't let that happen. I, I love the fact that, you know, they, they said, and let's jump over to verse 20, because it says, we cannot but speak. I'm say, say, sorry, but not really sorry. We cannot, we cannot but speak yeah. of the things that we have seen and heard because we are convicted. We have a conviction. Yeah. Are we people of conviction? Yeah. When we have a conviction, and we have a conviction that is to be true to the word of God. When we have a conviction... Verse 20, Acts chapter 4. When we have a conviction, we cannot but speak truth. And verse 21, so when they had further threatened them, it's a threat. Say, it's just a threat. Just a threat. Who cares about the threats? Is your God big enough to take care of the threats? It's a threat. So when they further threatened them, they let them go. Finding no way to punish them because the people, because of the people, since they had all glorified God for what had been done. Say, it's too late. It, it was too late. People were glorifying God. They're like, no, we knew that man. He was at that temple. He was laying there for a long time. We know, we know, we know. He got up, he walked, and all he said was, silver and gold I have not. But what I do have I give to you. Get up. That's all he said. And the man got up and he started jumping and leaping and praising God. He went into the temple praising God. And he says, no, we are glorifying God because we know the story. We saw it. When you're bold for the Lord, people are watching. People will see. It's not just for the individual that you're praying for. It's for people that are watching. Their faith will rise. That's what happened here. Everyone else's faith started to rise up because they realized, wow, no, we saw it. See, the enemy wants to shut your mouth before anybody can see the results, right? But if you just keep focused and speak truth and say, you know what? My God did it for this person. My God did it for this. He's going to do it for me too. You know God is going to. He's not a respecter of persons, is he? He's going to do it for you too, amen? So when they heard, verse 24, when they heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord, and they said, Lord God, Lord God, he says, you who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them, you who by the mouth of your servant David said, why did the nations rage? Why did the people plot vain things? The kings of the earth 
took their stand and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For truly against your holy servant, Jesus, whom you anointed, you know, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined to be done. They're praying. The very next thing they pray is the very thing we started off with. Verse 29. Now, Lord, look upon their threats. Their only threats. Look, look at me for a moment. At that moment where, where the rubber meets the road and, and the threat is very real and maybe it's even beyond a threat and you can see the result already. You can see the dangers. You can see. Turn your attention and your affection to Jesus in prayer. That's what they did. What is so important that we glean from this lesson is it's not that they thought they were so bold in themselves. They were dependent upon Jesus. They were dependent upon prayer. When you are dependent upon Jesus and upon praying to him, your boldness will be evident, and the result of your boldness will also be evident. Now let's look again at their prayer. They prayed. They said, now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. What? They couldn't speak their word before? When you are face-to-face -face with demonic powers and principalities... You in and of yourself have nothing, but Christ in you, you have everything you need. They were able to speak, but not when they were against that kind of a demon, unless they operated in the power of the Spirit. When they operated in the power of the Spirit, now is a different story. Now they're going to talk like who they really should have been talking the whole time. Because the Spirit of God was speaking through them. Because they prayed, Lord, speak through me. It's a simple prayer. Lord, speak through me. Lord, equip me. Lord, empower me to speak your words with great boldness. Lord, empower me to speak your words with great boldness. You know, you don't have to be in front of, uh, you know, something horrible and tragic and so horrific to be able to pray. Anytime you are not sure what to say, anytime you even feel even just a little tiny bit of insecurity, fear, whatever it might be, just maybe it's not even that. Maybe it's just, I don't know, I, there's just this blank. I'm not sure what to say. It's a spirit that's coming against you of confusion. Are you going to tolerate it? You're not going to tolerate it. You're going to recognize these things for what they are, and you're going to say, oh, that's a spirit of confusion. I command it to come off of me right now. Father, fill me with the boldness of the Lord. Fill my mouth that I'll speak your words with great boldness. Great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and to perform miraculous signs and wonders through your name, Jesus. So boldness and healing, boldness and the miraculous power of the supernatural are all yours when you call upon the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Who's going to do this this week? Yeah, we're all going to do this this week. Yeah, and it's a simple prayer. Lord, fill us with your boldness. Great boldness. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Abba. You know, these men of God were powerful, but so are you. You know, they, we read about it. They were written. We read. We love it. We love it. Great, powerful stories. Powerful stories. You know, we love it. You are just as powerful. You are just as powerful. And let's not forget verse 31. Before we close, let's, let's, we have to read verse 31. 
And when they had prayed, see, when you pray, you got to expect the results, right? When they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. The grounds started to shake. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they all spoke the word of God with boldness. The ground started to shake. It starts to shake because the word of the Lord says, I will shake the nations. They will tremble at my name. That's what the word of the Lord says. He's filling you with great boldness. And all you did was ask. Ask and you shall receive. 